Hello and welcome. We are live here. I'm Laura Topper and this is the Women of Power show. And I'm so happy to be here today with Christine Kamasi. Christine is in Kenya. If you're here, Christine, and your internet is working, then, uh, then join in. I think it's a little bit unstable at times. However, we're, we're, we've just affirmed that the internet is working absolutely fluidly and, um, and abundantly. And Christine, welcome to the Women of Power show. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good to be here with you. I'm in the UK and you're in Kenya, and it feels so good to be creating this show together for women around the world. So Christine, um, you have worked with women and with girls and with young adults and younger children for many, many, many years in all sorts of ways, um, primarily, primarily from a humanitarian perspective, helping women to know the light of who they are, whether that's with their bodies, with emotion, with, um, with their physicalness, um, with spirituality. I wanna ask you as to begin with, what is it that inspires you to work with women in the way that you do? Uh, what a, thank you so much, uh, Reverend Laura, for inviting me on your show. Uh, what has really inspired me to work with women? Uh, mostly it is uh, about uh, growing up. Growing up as a girl, I faced a lot of challenges and uh, it took me a lot a lot of friends, a lot of healing for me to, ever, to overcome uh, the shame as a woman and as a girl. So the reason why I have a lot of passion for the girls and for the women is that I don't want them to go through what I went up growing up as a girl and even as a woman. It has taken a lot of courage. It has taken a lot of healing and it has taken a lot of people, especially the humanitarian people to uh give me support and to create a place of sacredness where a place a place of love and that is the reason why i love working with the women and mostly the girls and the women to feel like they are the women of power and mm. uh it is it's it takes a lot for a woman to feel like she's a powerful woman because uh, most women they are very powerful it's only that they don't know that they are very powerful so working mm. with them brings up that beauty brings up that uh that love that glowing but it takes other women to support these women to reach that place of feeling that they are very powerful so that is the reason why i love working with the women and the girls thank you so much for sharing this because i'm i'm just really um i just really feel to say here that christine your journey hasn't been one that's been simple or easy or um or always the kind of experience that you would wanted to have experienced and you've overcome many 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 kind of challenges and obstacles in your own life and here you are now saying 
I've learned, I've been through this, I know what it's like, and you're here as this healing, um, well, ama amazing um, emissary and ambassador for girls and women. And I know that if people are watching here now, welcome in to, to this show with Christine. It's going to be such an amazing conversation because, Christine, you have worked with organizations in Kenya that are very, um, that their heart is set on changing and transforming women's lives. You've worked, you're an ambassador for, for Days for Girls and have worked uh, tirelessly to teach girls and boys all the way around um, Africa, you travel into classrooms, teaching girls, teaching boys about puberty, about menstruation, about bodies, about the way our bodies work. You work with organize, an organization called 100 Humanitarians, really assisting people to learn to grow their own fruit, vegetables in a very di different new way um, that's very sustainable. And you work with, uh, with your daughter and with your family, with the, the shop that you have, with products that you're selling around the world, um, using amazing fabrics that you source. And you work absolutely as a, as a prime leader with, uh, with the Women of Power movement, supporting women in, 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 in Kenya, in your community, and in Nigeria together and in other communities, supporting women to really shine their light and, and know who they are as prosperous beings. You do a lot. <laughs> you do a lot. You are a woman of power. What gives you the, the motivation and the strength inside of you to keep going? Uh, Laura, especially, uh, let's say, happy International Girl Day. And uh, yes. what gives me inspiration? Yeah, today being International Day of a Girl Child, and uh, being a woman now, I was—I once was a girl, and uh, today it brings out that uh, working through with the 100 humanitarian and working with a different organization, it, it has brought me to that place of understanding that I have been a woman in many different ways. And today I am here to celebrate uh, the girls, to celebrate the women, because we once were girls, we once were women, young women, and today I am an old woman who's embracing the journey. And embracing the journey has come through learning my life purpose and uh, working with a 100 humanitarian. Heidi has always taught me that being a, a humanitarian, because I never knew what it meant to be a humanitarian, uh, I learned that uh, it is that place of embracing that girl. Because at one point, I used to wonder, why do women love to embrace me? Why do they bring that space? Why do they ask me to tell my story? And then I realized that in telling my story, it lost the value. I lost being a victim. I lost being that person who used to think about like, they did this, they did this. I embraced uh, my past. I forgave my past. And that was my turning point. When I stopped looking at the victimhood, I embraced myself and the power. And uh, growing up, I didn't get that uh, support of 
of being in school, I didn't really get the educational background support. And uh, most of the time I used to blame myself if only I had gone to school, if only my I did this. But when I learned to embrace where I am today and uh, just accept things happened the way they, saw, they, they happened, it wasn't my fault, but I can move on. And uh, that mm. was my strength, embracing myself and uh, just let go. And uh, that was my that was my healing journey, and that made me embrace the other women because I know what it feels like being a woman who is not able to write, to read, uh, to speak English. It has taken a lot of courage uh, to join an adult school and learn as an adult. It's not an easy thing, but I embraced the journey. I embraced the journey, and uh, I had women. The reason I love women is because I had other women who are ready to hold me, who are ready to create a space of love for me. And it is also now my turn also to create a space for other women, a shoulder for them to cry, a hand for them to hold on, and a place for them to feel like they are just women. And uh, Laura, it has really been an amazing because uh, even just embracing that mother that single mother who who can't take their children to school even just having that courage to stand and say like hey guys hey women uh, we have one of us who is struggling with school fees for their children and people come in and they support you and you take that child to school who is not even your child but you have to do it for them it is love and it is accepting that god has a purpose for you to serve other women so i've really mm. embraced that and i'm so happy because i'm a powerful woman christine i'm so happy that you've embraced it you know we've known each other for maybe three or four years and i've we've been great friends and worked together and experienced different things together and we've never physically met we're always on the phone and we're always speaking. And, and what I know about you is you are available. You know, it's not only with me, you're available with your community, with the women that are around you in your home in, in, uh, in Nigeria. You're, you're, uh, you're available as a healing presence and as an empowering and empowered healing presence. And I just want to pick up on something here because... I know, I know how you taught yourself to read English and I'd really love it for you to share this because I hear you talking about it many times and you saying, you know, that it was just your determination to actually do what, what you knew you could, couldn't, maybe felt you couldn't do and yet you knew you could do because God was guiding you. And I'd really love you to share that story about the first book that you picked up and you started reading and, and how that has empowered your life and how you've then become a teacher to hold space for other women to read as well. It's a long story, but I'll cut it oh. short. Uh, yeah. growing, up, <laughs> growing up as a girl, uh, uh, things were different in our community and in my background. I was the firstborn of the family and my mom and dad Things could not work out the way it was supposed to work out. So I was abandoned as a, as a child. My mom left. I was left with my dad. And uh, things did not work out nicely. But uh, my, my dad got married. And uh, for me, 
menstruation started very early at the age of uh, at the age of nine i had started my menstruation and in the culture where i am we don't talk about menstruation because it is taboo so nobody was able to take me through the journey of adolescence and puberty and let me know what was happening to me and uh, for me growing up i didn't have necessary things like basic things like underwear soap pads those kind of things so menstruation really got into my way and it distracted me from staying in school and uh, i ended up just dropping out of school because i could not continue with the schooling because of menstruation every time i went to school and i messed up my cloth i was sent home and being a girl who is menstruating and those kind of things it was hard so i went to look for green pastures at uh, age at around age 12 i had to move out of home and go look for green pastures and for green pastures i mean go to look for work i was young i could not even do the work the way it's supposed to be done and most of the time i was uh, being sent away i didn't even earn my salary because i could not meet the standard of the work that I was supposed to do as a house girl. And uh, I ended up uh, getting pregnant at uh, the age of 13. And uh, I stayed on the street. Most of the time I stayed on the street for uh, when I, I got my baby on the street and living on the street as a street family, there was no education. So that is how I got distracted and I couldn't uh, get basic education. And then I got married at uh, age 14. I was still too young. Uh, a young mother, a young person getting into this, and uh, it, it was very hard. So when I had the baby on the street, we had we struggled with the baby, getting food and doing all those things, and that is the reason why I didn't I didn't get uh, education. It was because of that, and then during that time I got into uh, marriage, and then I used to do. Uh, labor work washing clothes and those kind of things for people uh which at some point i was not meeting so much uh of uh, the needs and uh being married and not having education and everything you could not get a work like i could not be employed so at some point uh these are people who came to the church where i used to go and one of the ladies was an ambassador for days for girls in back in the us and uh, we connected so much. I don't know how we connected, but we really attracted each other. And uh, when she learned about my background, it wasn't different from hers because she was raised also in a children's home. And uh, she went back to the US with one girl that she was going to send me to learn about uh, days for girls. So she, when she went back to the US, she fundraised some money and she was able to send me to Uganda to go and study as an ambassador for days for girls it was hard because for me i thought like somebody who has never been to school how do you even board an airplane to go to uganda it was a challenge uh but she she said like you go to uganda so she paid i went to uganda reaching to uganda the people in uganda they only speak english i only speak swahili so we really had uh, barrier languages but uh I had already told them, like, if you're sending me to Uganda kindly, it's not about education because I don't have any background education. And they were like, no, you're not going to, you're just going to take a piece of uh, scissors, 
tape and uh, tape measure and they'll give you a uh, fabric and you'll just sit on the sewing machine so i was so excited but switching in uganda i realized that i had to go through formal education which was really really uh, a challenge but i overcame I overcome the challenge because I was I was already there. So sometimes we we'll just speak with the um, body language. But just to cut the story short, I came back to Kenya and I met Reverend Connie. So Reverend Connie was supposed to uh, to work with me on days for girls. So we had an appointment, and I was like, I can't go and train for Reverend Connie because one, she's an uh, English person; she speaks English, and then she needs to do something for me to go there. So uh, all of a sudden, my baby who was around 10 months. She pressed my phone and the phone rang to Reverend Connie. And I was like, now why is she even calling Reverend Connie? Because I had already told her like I was not going to work with her. So now that the baby called, I realized that the universe does not have accidents. So I had to say like, so when she picked the phone, she was like, I assume we have agreed to meet tomorrow. And I was like, yes. But I was just doing it because I so I knew the, un the universe was conspiring on something. So I went there. I met Reverend Connie. We did a training, and she was so excited. And I asked her, like, you call yourself Reverend. So which, which is your church? And she told me my church is that book you are reading. Because I was holding a book called I Grow, I Grow Rich with the Napoleon Hill. And she said, this is my church. And I was like, so that was my turning point. Because now we had classes with Reverend Connie. I would go there. Uh, for classes, discovery classes, and then the science of mind classes. Now I started taking classes, but I would go just or to have like two days extra just to have personal classes with her. So that is how I've been able to educate myself as an adult. And then there are other classes that I would take, but mostly it has been about reading books. Every time someone is coming, they bring me books. And I was like, why can't they just bring me a smartphone? a camera a laptop <laughs> they always bring books but <laughs> so through the books i've been able to to learn so much yeah oh my gosh it's like and mimi is here let's say hi to mimi a woman of power absolutely mimi um meeting christine a woman of power i love this saying mimi saying your your story is uber inspiring christine it's so inspiring <laughs> and it is inspiring. Your story is inspiring because um, you are, you have had so many different experiences and you've, you keep saying yes and open to listening to God and being God in action, even when it doesn't feel easy. And I know when we're on calls with, with, uh, with women, the Women of Power uh, Circle, um, how you are inspiring the women around you to really look to to themselves to see the light that they are and by hearing and knowing your story and what you've been through and what you're doing and the, how you're shining and prospering and and learning and growing and becoming a minister yourself now and walking that path that it's it's absolutely so inspirational christine it really is. It's so inspirational. You're such a light. And I wonder what, um, if there's anything that you could say is your superpower, like what it is that you know is your strength and your, your kind of shining lightness, what would that be? 
my strength uh, is service uh, to mm. others. Like uh, I've learned that uh, my strength is service to others and I've really embraced that. And uh, even if somebody comes and the girls, I stay in my house with so many girls and I serve them, like I serve them uh they're those that i served i trained them to just learn how to do sewing and earn their money and when they leave if they are not meant to stay with us when they are done we get them a sewing machine and then we help them open their own businesses and yeah. uh, there are those that we have really supported uh if a girl comes into my life and i feel like oh she's too young to do this we take her to school and uh, my strength is that uh, i have support of people who love me dearly that anytime i reach out to them and say i have this child she needs to go to school people will come in they'll, they'll do a fundraiser and that girl will be in school so mm. i've I've embraced my strength, which is uh, the power to speak. Like I speak openly yes. and uh, I speak honestly. And uh, I have realized that my, my duty is to serve and to serve others, to shine my light to others. Because uh, I look at myself and I realize that uh, if people, maybe during my time, if somebody had taken that initiative, maybe I would be a doctor. Maybe I would be a lawyer, right. but then right. I have accepted where I am and I have accepted I was to go through this so that I can be able to identify a need. Because if I had not gone through this, then I would not be able to identify when there is a need, like when there is yes. a need. And I'm happy that I, I am on, on, I'm on this journey to serve. And you do, Christine, because many a time I see you on, on your Facebook. People can follow you um, if, if you're watching and viewing this at any time. You know, go to Christine's Facebook page and you'll see the, the, the feed of all the different things that you do. It's like, wow, this is amazing. One minute you're here, then you're there and you're traveling and you're always traveling. And you, you go where you're called. And I think one of the beautiful things about you is when I see you um, doing what you're doing, you, you naturally tend to have groups of people around you. You attract many people into your life who, are, um, who would be people that look to you for guidance. You're a natural teacher. Mm -hmm. And uh, how does that feel, Christine? You know, when you think of your life and how it, how it used to be and how it is now, it's like, wow, it's such a beautiful transformation for you. It, it feels really good. It feels really good knowing that uh, you, you, can, you can share your light and love. You can listen to these women, especially now that I'm working with the women of power in Western Kenya. And uh, I've taken uh, the step, like the people in uh, the women in Nairobi, they are very powerful, they are very independent. But now the women in my community, they are in that place where I once was. They can't speak English, they can't write, they can't do this, but they are very powerful. So I feel so good because now I resonate with women. Like when you can sit down and talk about, and you can hear the beauty, the power of these women. And uh, when they tell, like, can we do this? I feel so good because they trust me as their leader. They trust me that they can talk to me about anything. The beauty about this is that 
they have me to teach them and we are in the same place where we are understanding each other we are weaving that circle of the women of power that we are mm. and it is very oh. like yes they are very powerful women and uh being the leader in the community as the as a woman of power and they have seen me some of these women are the women who have seen me growing up uh they are right. women who have seen me right now so it is a group of many different women in different ages and it is very powerful like when we can just sit down and just talk about everything like talk about everything and they are open and then when they are open you are in that place to know how you can support them it feels so powerful and it feels so beautiful yes oh christine it's it is powerful and it is beautiful and i'm sure if the women were here here now they'd be saying the same thing about you and their ex, about their experience with you because you um you do have a very powerful voice you are very open naturally and you share very um clearly you have a very clear message and what is your message would you say for if there is ever a woman that's watching this right now that might feel that she doesn't feel, she feels disempowered or she feels that she's in that place of being a victim or she can't quite see how anything could ever change, what would your message for her be? I'm going to put you on the big screen and remove myself. <laughs> uh, my message to the women outside there, whatever... Uh, whatever you are going through, just know that you are very powerful and uh, you are loved. You are surrounded by women all over the world. You may not know this, but uh, even when we do our treatment and our formation, we know that all, the, all women around the world are love. They are light and they are strong. And uh, today being International Day of a Girl Child, uh, just know that you are a woman in all these faces and uh, you are powerful. You are very powerful. Step into your leadership. Step into that place of power because you are very powerful as a woman. You are the change maker of this nation and any other nation wherever you are. And uh, stop uh, looking at the victimhood and let go. Embrace it and let go. It was there just to make you be who you are today. It was a stepping stone for you to realize where you need to go. You are a very powerful woman. That is what I would tell you. Yes, Laura. Mm, such a beautiful message. Such a needed and powerful message for anyone that's watching to hear this now from Christine. Because it's a message that's from your heart and from your experience, not from what you've read or what you think is possible, but because of what your, your journey and what you know to be possible when you put your mind to it. And so, whoo, welcome here. If you're with us here on Women of, the Women of Power show today with um, spiritual teacher and guide and practitioner, Woman of Power, Christine Kamasi, who is based in Kenya and who works very closely with, with women and girls and young adults and youth and those that are called to be with Christine to learn um, the power of themselves through also with through the foundation of spiritual practice. And so I'd really like to, to talk about this with you, Christine, about spirituality 
and your own knowing of yourself as a spiritual being and how that has evolved over the years and your you know, like leaning into spiritual practice how how that is different now maybe to maybe 10 years ago or 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 20 years ago or even 5 years ago what is the importance of spiritual practice for you right now mm. The importance of the spiritual practice right now is that I've learned to go within to find answers. I've learned to love myself because I'm love and I've learned to let go. And uh, what has really helped me mostly as a spiritual and being on this journey of spirituality is that uh, I have learned that God is within. That was the most the, the most amazing thing uh, because growing up, I believed in a faraway God who I don't know when he will come. So I was so disconnected. But when I learned that God within has the answers and the answers are within me and uh, learning about meditation and treatments and writing the gratitude journal and just being grateful and being in that place of just knowing that it is all good. It is all mm. good. It is all beautiful. That has been uh, life-changing. And also uh, being connected with spiritual leaders and powerful women like Reverend Raul Laura has really been my strength. Because sometimes I feel, sometimes when I feel like I'm very low, I'll just call Laura and I'm like, hey, I'm feeling so down and she'll treat for me and all will be beautiful and ask me questions like why are you feeling like this and just getting the answers right now why did i feel like this and i realized that oh it is because of this but uh meditation and uh, writing my gratitude journal and reading books reading spiritual books and listening to spiritual teachers has been really empowering but just knowing that the answers are within has been yes. the most powerful things. Yes. I'm so uh, grateful that you shared that, Christine, because um, for me it was the same when I realized really that the answers are within and I don't need to look outside for anything because there is nothing outside. There's Everything is coming from within. This is the place of power. My life changed. My idea of life changed. And I stopped thinking that I was the victim in all of this uh, and and that I had the power to make decisions and I I I pray and know that this is the message of the women of power movement that this is what we're teaching women that uh, that as they begin to realize they have the power within themselves it's very liberating we we can become free then because we're not looking for someone else to change our lives and how how I wonder if you're still here. I'm going to put this up. Christine, we're with Christine Kamasi, who is here in Kenya, and the line has been really good up to now. So I'm just affirming that it stays good here. You can check Christine out at her Facebook page. Oh, you're back here. How has it been, Christine, your journey of spirituality with? people that are in your community that might think, oh, okay, you're not, maybe have come away from traditional re religion or you're looking at life differently. How has that um, maybe, has it challenged? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Yeah, I got connected. Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, good. I'm just wondering what you what you were just sharing about, you know, discovering this this truth for, you know, this my journey, uh, in my community and how that has changed you people. can hear me? Yeah, can hear you. How has that changed how people may be seeing you now thinking, "Oh my gosh, Christine has a new way of looking at life." Um has that um have people questioned you because of that? maybe fear or you know they're frightened or they don't or maybe just really not sure that your new way of looking at life is actually aligned how how does how do people respond to that internet maybe this question wasn't meant to be <laughs> coming forwards right now because the internet is just a little bit shaky here for Christine in in Kenya um, welcome here if you're watching. Do you have any questions for Christine? Pop them into the chat here and I'm sure she'll be back. Laura. In a second. Yes, I'm here. Are you here? <laughs> I think, yes, I'm here. I think the internet disconnected us a little bit. Oh, okay. But I'm so back. how have people, how have people yes. in your community accepted that God is within, that the divine is within? How do people receive that from you? Uh, right now, the people are so embraced and uh, they are so happy because I'm not imposing on them on anything. I just yeah. teach them about uh, what I believe to be true. Yeah. We have a little internet thing going on here. Do you have any questions for Christine? Welcome here to the Women of Power show today. Any questions, pop them into the chat. You might want to know a little bit more about Christine, what she's doing now or what she's done. Christine has worked with women for many, many years, teaching young girls and boys about, uh, about menstruation and puberty and spirituality and the body and prosperity. And so... Um, I know that Christine has so much more to do in her life, with her life, with all of this. And she's sharing, just giving us now a snapshot of her beliefs around what it means to be a woman of power. So Mimi, yes, if you go to Christine Kamasi, you'll see she has two pages and you'll see uh, the work that she's doing there. I think Christine has just dropped off here. And the way that she is uh, bringing women's attention to, um, to the knowing of who they are. I'm looking on my website just here because I know that there's something on there. There's a video, uh, The Women of Power. Maybe I can share this with you now because you can see more of what Christine does. And she'll, she may come back in, which would be really good. Um, so uh, Women of Power movement began um, last year, really, I think. And if you see here, you can see that I'm sharing my screen here, sharing. There we go. Should be sharing. And I'm just going to scroll down here to where you'll see Christine supporting women in her community. This is Leah. Uh, Leia's a part of the Women of Power movement, and these are the women in Christine's local community 
who are journaling. And this is Christine's, um, Christine's family who translated the Women of Power journal into Swahili. Um, she's very devoted in so many ways to changing women's lives because she knows the power of how she has changed her own life. And I was going to play you a little video. Well, here's a video of Christine. If you can hear this. Hi, hi, Laura. Uh, today we are in Kisi celebrating, uh, embracing every woman of power. And we are so excited to celebrate uh, International Women Days with the women of power in Kisi. So we want to thank you from Kisi County, me and Wilkinska and the women of power, letting you know that we are not behind in celebrating the women of power. Yes. And today we celebrated by changing giving them feminine power and Wilkisa was so amazing teaching them about the feminine power it has been so great interacting with these women in real life so powerful so amazing these women are just powerful so thank you from bc women are power <laughs> yay christine's back <laughs> i had to share that because i wanted I wanted those that are watching right now to see you in action, to see you and the power that you are when you're surrounded with other women, joined, joined by other women, your force of nature, your power, your excitement, your positivity. That's how you show up, Christine, always. It's beautiful and it's infectious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Power. And that was a group that we worked with for, for a few months on Zoom. And you were going and visiting them with Wilkister also. And Wilkister is coming on to the Women of Power show next week. And she'll talk a bit more about that. The women in her community and how you went there and really shared with them how they could take back their own power and realize mm -hmm. the power of their body and it's not something that's against them it's something that is is for them and loves them how did you see a change for those women if any change at all <laughs> yes they i saw the change of the they were courageous uh they were powerful in the beginning when we started uh having talks and trainings with them as women of power and kissy online when we went there in real life, they were so happy. Their light was bright. They embraced us with a lot of love and they felt so powerful. They felt so powerful and uh, they learned how to use computer. Like they had never seen a smartphone. They had never used uh, Zoom meetings, but the shift was amazing. The mm. joy of knowing that they can connect uh, with other women around the world, UK, Kenya, uh, Nairobi, Kisi, it was amazing. And just the joy of knowing that women are powerful force, that they can change the course of a nation, the course mm. of their community. It was very mm. powerful. That's so powerful. Yes, and it the, was very the powerful. Piece, the piece I think is for me that was, was a I'm still learning. I'm constantly learning, working with, with the women of Power Circle, you know, the women and learning myself and realizing that as I, 
may take for granted things like the computer or the phone or as you were showing me last week, you know, you went there with sewing machines and you're really helping women to learn how to use a sewing machine. And, and for many of the women, this is the first time that they might have interacted with, with technology in this way. And there's a whole new learning around using technology and what the power of technology can be, how powerful it can be. Yeah, it was very powerful women learning how to, how to use uh, technology and uh, they were happy and excited and uh, we are so grateful as the women of power that we gave them that opportunity to learn mm -hmm. and unfold yes. to know that it is just you can learn it's not hard you can learn i'm still learning how to use uh, technology i'm still learning how yeah. to use uh, computers because it is not a skill that we grow up with it for some women those who have never been to school it is hard, but women of power around the world, we are giving the women opportunity to do this, to learn so that they can connect with other women around the globe. Thank you, yes. Laura, for being that amazing woman of power. Oh, Christine, <laughs> it's, it's a calling yes. in my heart. You know, it's a calling in my soul. So I know it's, it's, uh, it's, it's what I'm here for is to serve in this way and to be doing this with you in Kenya is a gift. Uh, and, and I'm humbled and grateful to be learning and sharing with you and learning from you and realizing myself how, wow, I, you know, I can't just take it for granted that people, there are women in communities around the world, not only in Kenya and other continents, um, there are women in other countries that do not have technology and do not live their lives with technology. And, uh, and that for me was, I had, a, I had to really question, I questioned that within myself, you know, what are we doing here, giving women a phone? <laughs> oh my gosh, is this an ethical thing to do? And then I realized, well, I can't, we can't it it's happening everywhere anyway it's going to happen that women are going to be more um more liberated with technology so it's a good thing and so what do you see christine as your vision for the community that you your your personal community where you are where you grew and the women you work with now what is your vision now for for this for your community uh, my vision for my community is that to commit, I am committed to breaking down the barrier and uh, empower, empowering their dreams and ensuring that every woman, every girl has the opportunity to shine and to, and to thrive. Um, mm. I see a world that works for every woman to be powerful, to be sustainable, and mm -hmm. I see a world where every woman is able to bring uh, food on the table without having to beg, because they are going right. to learn they are going to learn skills. They are going to be very powerful, and these women are going to earn their own money, and they are going to step into leadership as women, and not to beg. 
So what I see uh, coming in my community in Western Kenya, I see women learning skills. I see women learning how to do dressmaking, if that is where they feel called. I see women yeah. learning how to cook and become bakers. They can bake cakes for their children for birthday parties. I see women learning catering, how to do catering and cook and being called to come and cook for parties, for weddings, and they can earn their money. I see women learning skills, how to type, how to use computer. And I see a world that works for every woman, depending on where she is and her passion to learn. So yes. I see myself stepping into my leadership and calling all the women of power around the world and come and unite and stand together as women and support these women. Because not all of them are called to become tailors. Some are called right. to learn skills. Some are learned to work in the office and learn how to type. I see a world, especially today being International Day of a Girl Child, I see a world where women are going to step into this leadership and take that girl who got pregnant at an early age without knowing it, going back to school. Mm. And we taking care of this child, taking care of this child as the mother goes back to school. I see a place where women are going to come and say, like, what is your passion? And this girl will say, my passion is to become a lawyer. And she'll go back to school right. and study and become that lawyer. I see a world that is full of possibilities. Wow. Do you know what? After this show, I'm going to rewind this and listen to it and listen to your vision. And I'm going to write it out for you and send it to you because it is amazing. It's so, it's so beautiful and it's so powerful and it's so limitless. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. To see a world where every woman can tap into her own gifts, her own skills, mm -hmm. her own talents and, and be used by life and say, this is what I'm really good at. This is what I'm going to bring forwards. And it feels as if um, that's an opportunity that we don't all have and we don't give ourselves permission. And so to have somebody like you, a woman of power, standing up and saying, yes, I've done it and I'm going to show you how you can do it. It's fun. It's so magnetic. No wonder so many women are around you all the time, Christine. <laughs> Um, Mimi is saying, got to ease in. Oh, she's going into a coaching call. Thank you and God bless you. You're amazing. Thank you, Mimi, for being here and have a wonderful coaching call. Mm -hmm. Amazing coach. And I think that's really um, powerful because what you're saying is, is that it may not be with technology. It could be cooking. It could be, you know, serving in that way. And yet it's what is, feels good for, for each of us individually mm -hmm. up to the possibilities. Yeah. Christine, it's such, such a blessing that you're here. And I know you're doing powerful work in the world and you're studying as well. And you're, you are an incredible, you know, leader and light shiner and lighthouse for so, so many people around the world. And I know that as you grow, 
people around you are looking at you and, and also growing and expanding in their consciousness because they're seeing you and you give them permission to, um, to be who they are. And uh, what is just, I'd love to know, could you ever imagine your, yourself doing anything else? <laughs> mm, um. I, I've, I've been called to many organizations that if I could just work for them and get paid, but uh, if I do that, I'll be limited. I'll be limited yeah. to serve women. So even if I'm given a chance, I always feel that I am that free spirit that I want to move and empower the young women, young mm -hmm. girls and women without limitation without right. limitation and uh, what i would like to say is that because of uh uh illiteracy uh because of opening up about my literacy uh many we have opened a center in ghana it is in ghana not yeah. not uh, nigeria it is in ghana where okay. we have a uh, literacy center where now women have embraced uh being women uh, being women with uh, limited, not being limited with education, and now they can go back to school. Now they can get study. They can study as young mothers, as young adults. And now we have literacy center in uh, in Ghana. We have a literacy center in Nairobi. We have another one in uh, Bomet and Masaimara. Because now women feel that it's not shameful. We can go back to school and we can learn how to do the basic things that we need to do like using a phone, doing these things, uh, because I opened up. People thought that it is shameful to do that. But when I opened up, we have all these literacy center. And I feel like now it is time for me to have one in my community. Because community. Yes, yes, now in my community. Yes. We have all these in other, commun in other communities, but now I have stepped into leadership in my community because I also want the best for my community too. Yes. And it is about education and, and learning to read and be literate and write is a huge step for women to say, yes, I'm empowered and I'm able to do, I, I can read about life. I can read contracts. I can read and yes. understand all sorts of things, read about uh, blogs, read things online. It's uh, write and write a journal and write a letter mm -hmm. and all of it. And so I believe that for your community, Christine, could be one of the most empowering things that you could do to bring women to rise up into their own knowing of who they are. It's beautiful. Yes. Wow. Yes. And uh, uh, the good thing is that when I said yes to my community, now opportunities are opening up in my yes. community. I have uh, Judy, Judy Myra. She, say, she said, Christine, can we do something with the women of power? Can they learn about uh, sewing? And she bought us two sewing machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> it's beautiful. It's amazing. That's so true. When you say yes, heavens open. The doors oh, yes. open wide. The windows are flung open when we <laughs> say yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's another, we could have another Women of Power show, Christine, with you, all about saying yes, what it means to say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's power in saying yes. Christine, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing and for shining your light and for continuing with the work that you, you are doing. You're a blessing 
to this life. You're an absolute blessing. And what the blessing piece is that you say yes and that you carry on saying yes. And even when things may seem that they're difficult and challenging, you keep saying yes, you keep moving forwards. And that is, um, that is a gift to the world. You are a gift to the world, Christine. Thank you for being the tremendous woman of power that you are and for doing what you're doing and for doing it so authentically, so authentically. I think you are one of the most authentic leaders that I see now. You're on Facebook and you are posting everything about your life. And there's like, you're not hiding anything. Everything is there for people to see your journey and how it isn't always easy. And there are amazing things that happen and there are things that don't feel so good. And yet you post it and you show people that this is life expressing. And that is an amazing inspiration for, for us. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. <laughs> and so your Facebook page is Christine Kamasi. If you're watching here now, tune in to Christine, message her. Um, you can find out more what, about what she's doing there on her Facebook page. And, uh, and one other thing I just want to mention, because I think it's really beautiful to say, is that you have, you, through creating the products for Days for Girls, the menstruation pads and the, and the, and the, uh, the packs and the bags, you also have your own store where you create your own products with your daughter and, and others and your daughter's husband, and you're creating your own products for sale that are so beautiful. They're really lovely. You know, the bags and the dolls and everything that you're making and people can buy them and, uh, and have a taste of the creativity that you are bringing forwards. So your shop is on, pictures of all of that are on your Facebook page as well, aren't they? Yes. Yes. And our shop is called Zarel. Our shop is called Zarel Gift Shop. Yes. Zarel Gift Shop. And you're going to start making it available for people to buy things online. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you. I'm not telling you. I'm just asking, is that what you would Because it would be good. Because yes. the products are so, so, they're great. They're just so many lovely things that you sell for the home and for clothing and accessories, really beautiful things. So I'm just putting it up here. I don't know if I've spelt it correctly. Zarel Gift no. Shop. No, I haven't spelt it correctly. <laughs> yeah, Zarel Gift Shop. Let me see. Zarel. Zarel Gift Shop. Maybe that's how, you t how I spell it. Yeah, Zarel. Zarel. And so for viewers watching now, check it out on, on Christine's Facebook page because there really are lovely things on there. Final Women of Power affirmation message from you, Christine. I am powerful. I am mm. powerful. We are powerful women and women of power surround each other with love. Mm. that is it yeah thank you christine thank you so much for being here and thank you for everybody that's been watching if you're watching this at any point you're on the women of power show every week we have amazing super guests coming on just like christine today 
And if you sign up here on my website, you can get the Divine CEO magazine. And for November, uh, October, Christine's article is in there that was written by Vim Bay. Uh, the original article is in there all about Christine. Well, a lot about Christine and your life and what you're doing. So sign up for the Divine CEO magazine and you can get that for free and read more and know more about the amazing woman of power, Christine Kamasi. Bye for now. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Christine. <laughs>